Maybe this will be the start of the episode. I want to die. No, I like I think it's a COVID thing, honestly, a little bit Uh, that that feeling of being like, now that there's like you can get out into the world and people are trying to find things to do that you feel a little overwhelmed by it. I feel like that's me a little bit because I, I went from all of COVID being like, oh, my God, I, I miss everybody. And I have to adapt to just like being by myself for months at a time. And that's like that was my experience in New York was just several months of being by myself, save for the occasional visit from my roommate, Jim, at the time, Jim, friend of the podcast, Jim. Um and so after a while, I got really used to, like, spending my time alone and, like, just kind of hanging out. And then very recently, I, I got a job and suddenly everybody else was vaccinated and suddenly everybody wants to do something. And I'm like, holy shit, now I have no time to myself. And I'm trying to make that adjustment back into being around a ton of people all the time from having just been by myself and my own thoughts. And like kind of somewhat filterless expression as well because the internet gives you that anonymity and allows you to kind of freely express. And now I'm sitting here asking myself, what would happen if someone at my work found this podcast? <laughs> and what would that mean for me? Uh, probably nothing good. I think it would mean very little. I mean, yeah. I don't want to like blow up your spot with where you're working. Oh, no, I won't mention them. But I, I mean, we will say it's in food. So I don't think they're going to give a shit. They're like, you could be a literal Nazi. We don't care. <laughs> Do you keep the fries nice and warm? I mean, yeah, as long as the people are fine on the other end, have a nice, pure day. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Say the 14 words. Thank you? <laughs> oh, God. They just write an 88 on the, the slip. <laughs> All the hidden iconography. It's wild, dude. Like, David Pasternak from the Bruins is number 88. But yeah. that's like Nazi code for Heil Hitler, apparently. Oh, God. Hitler, the alphabet. So anyone that wears an 88 is automatically like categorized as a Nazi. Great. So just take the number out and you can just forget. A, like some, I've been 88 my whole life. Well, that's problematic. You I, turned 88 I, years old, you yeah. fucking Nazi. Yeah, uh-oh. Don't worry. I don't plan on living that long. God, let's hope not. Me or you. The world will miss me. The world cannot afford to keep you around. No, it really. I, you are a threatening dissident. I'm a time bomb. <laughs> I'm just like one of those, I had a bad day and everyone in this supermarket shall die. I'm going to make the Unabomber look like no. a pissy toddler at Toys R Us. <laughs> this episode sponsored by the FBI. The FBI. Having an intern listen to this since, I don't know, episode 104. <laughs> he decides he's like, see, or her could be a girl working at the FBI. But she secretly decides, like, I'm really into these guys. I got to protect their secret. She's just sitting there burning her hand with a Bic lighter. She just starts attacking federal buildings for us. Uh, yeah. I did it for you guys so you think I was cool. I understood the message that was every other word of every third podcast. Oh, I thought you guys would be hotter in person. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so ashamed. Recants in prison. Yep. Yep. That sounds nice. That's, That's kind of cool. It's our little Manson family. Inspire a little devotion. Listen, I'm not telling you to read between the lines of this podcast. But if you're one of those people who feels like taking acid every now and then and listen to a podcast, I'm so thankful you chose this one and also why. We're here for you. Yeah. You'll get through this. This will be fun for you. I wonder how everyone did during our hiatus. 
I didn't hear anything. Did you? No. Did anybody chime in and go I, like, "Wow"? I life for me became a big damn hurry. So I, uh, I, I have not been paying attention to shit. I was already a bad texter before, but now, holy fuck! I feel like it's maybe it's time for a reinvention You're on like, the show. Do you think? Like we had two weeks off. Should we serve them something different? Just do like a, a, PB, a PBS broadcast. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I'll be the cool guy on the podcast. You know what I mean? I don't think you can pull that off. <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's find out. All right. <clears throat> so anyway, Rory. Yeah. Ask me how many chicks I've fucked. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll, go, I'll play it. How many? That's confidential. <laughs> no. well, but it's a lot. What were you up to this weekend? What do you think I was up to, bro? Yeah, just hanging out? I was chasing Snatch all over yeah. God's green earth. What were you drinking? straight bootleg liquor <laughs> yeah don't yeah see all right apart that's what cool guys do put right. you on the spot they moonshine <laughs> no smoked a lot hanging, of cigarettes hanging out all weekend drinking mike's hard lemonades with my bros out back you playing cornhole shirtless i have nothing against cornhole but i feel like a lot of bro culture also revolves like revolves around drinking lawn games yeah which to be fair we participate in a fair amount of during oh, sure. the summer we just don't do it shirtless. We make it a point to be like, yeah. that's taking it an extra step. I don't get real like jacked up when I hit the cup off the little stick with the frisbee. Wow, bro, you didn't catch that shit. Drink, drink your fucking beer. Oh, fucking yeah, pound it. Yeah, exactly. We should start doing that. I've never got that. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was in college, I kind of got with like the sort of, um, let's break it down like that peer pressure culture drink as much as me you know like that it's kind not of peer pressure you're it's not, just your turn yeah, you're not keeping up you know that kind of thing you've been nursing that beer bro and like you kind of get that but like as things as you get older you know i sit there and was like i just don't care i just want to drink at my own pace i you know i never got that whole like let's all get around and just smash these things down until todd is over there puking in the reeds well it's departure from reality I guess. You know what I mean? I was very far away for that one. Mm. But I mean. I, I'm giving. I see. You're giving us bro culture. I'm trying to give us PBS. Oh, a retrospective. That's right. Wait. Oh, yeah. Let me answer the question. Let me give context as a cool guy. You know what, bro? I think you're fucking gay. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> and it is 2,100 hours. Up next, a man playing flugelhorn for 20 minutes with no backing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool guys also like flugelhorn. I installed one in my Camaro. That'd be the worst thing ever. Meh, bro. Maybe that'd be awesome, though. Like, if more people had horns that were like... I'd probably probably get that car. One day. Someone's going to invent the cheap... Maybe that's what we should do. I bet you someone out there is already working on being like, there's a way to make it so that we can modify any car to have any horn song they want. I feel like that's a very dangerous thing to do. Yes. The uniform honk has served us all very well someone's, as we crash into bumpers. <laughs> someone's going to invent that, make at least $100 million like in the first month, and then in the following months become the most hated person in the country. It would be kind of like um, the K-Cup person is like the Oppenheimer of trash. Yeah. Realize like, oh my God, my pods are just- What have I done? Devastating an ecosystem. Yeah. Made out of that unrecyclable, shitty plastic. <laughs> Jesus. Everyone always thinks recycling. They're like, I'm doing good. I'm like, no, we're just shipping that off to other countries where they burn it for the <laughs> copper. Listen, who 
is so fucking lazy that they need a pre-prepared pod. Brew a fucking pot the night before. You can, if you live alone, you'll be drinking that for two days. You go, I don't want to drink cold coffee. Yeah. Fuck you. It's not that then bad. Then just do it in the morning. Then just do it in the morning. It's my official cool guy position. Well, you drink day old coffee. If coffee is bad. so important to you, invest in the way that like works best for you, right? But I get the convenience of the K cup, but you also have to realize that fucking shit you're doing you know yeah you're just a monster if you use a k-cup you're a monster now i used like nine when i was down visiting my sister but (laughs) i did it under protest no and we all know you're a monster so it works never said i wasn't exactly 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 just trying to help other people i guide other people to a treasure i can never possess (laughs) (laughs) it's just a chalupa (laughs) if you can grab this but first you have to kill one of each each other you already grabbed it yeah oh shit it's closer than i thought it's not so bad. Also, you're going to get really bad diarrhea from that. I'm sorry, what? Mm, mm. Look at his fingers. Just shits through the space-time continuum before he arrives on the platform yeah. as diarrhea does. The other guy has to dig through his poo for the soul gem. <laughs> Infinitely better movie. Yeah, see? We could have written Infinity War. <clears throat> I know it'll make you feel better, Rory. What? Rory. What? I sat in gum. <laughs> no. Can you imagine? I'd be really mad because you're sitting on my carpet right now. I'd just be like, well, that's something I have to deal with. Yeah, my colossal testicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, For people who didn't know what that was a reference to, you you see your testicles are the gum. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, what are you going, how are you going to explain this? First of all, you want to make sure you mash your scrotum into a nice creative yeah. mound. Remember, if you don't have the kind of testicles that look like gum, you don't want to try this one. <laughs> if you have very tight balls, yeah. say it's a kiwi. Yep. <clears throat> different strokes for different folks. I guess so. It's a It's a wonderful cornucopia of balls out there for those who don't know. And I, for one, hate all of them. That would actually be a cool. That would be a cool guy thing for us to start. Normalize ball culture. <laughs> yeah. All men start walking around in lycra, riding shorts with their fucking testicles hanging out. I was gonna say, yeah, there's just a little spot for them, or some people go the different way. Like, I'm technically wearing pants, but they're like clear. There's like a little plastic shield that you can see. A little everyone's. plastic like cod piece over the crotch built yeah. into the pants. Exactly. That would be great. We can get this going in Europe immediately. Uh, it may already be happening. We yeah. might be too late. We're probably way behind that. They're just <laughs> Italian beaches are just full of this right now. We don't even know. Just cut to one just right now. Clear just banana hammocks. Clear banana hammocks as far as the eye can see. I mean, no, and nobody wants to see any of it. <laughs> well, too bad. All. We are reclaiming the ball movement. Just ridiculous. it's ball pride. Those fascist Italian police don't know what to do with themselves. They're like, ah, well, there's not enough of us. If you can beat them, join them. Turns out it's also, we're back in the 40s. It's just Mussolini. <laughs> Mussolini. Mussolini's giving speeches on the balcony with see-through fucking pants. Yeah. If somebody is good with Photoshop and they want to do something like that, you got permission from us. Now that is a leader. Those are a leader's testicles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> He got hung in the square, right? Him and his wife. That's what happened. Upside to down, coincidentally, I think naked. Yep. They hung him. They hung him dead in the square. It's better than what happened to Gaddafi. They sodomized him with a knife. Yeah, they killed him with a knife up the butt. That's I, hardcore. I'm gonna say I saw that video. Yep. Yep. I saw that, and I saw them uh, hanging Saddam Hussein. I saw the video of them hanging Saddam Hussein as well. Not proud, but no. 
it was one of Lamar those things Rose. that at the time you thought was culturally significant yeah. to witness. And don't get me wrong, part of me was like I don't I don't regret seeing it. If we're getting if we're getting real here for a second. Oh wow, get, take it to me. I don't really regret seeing it. It's one of those things like if we're gonna do it, then you should watch. You know, if it was the sort of thing you supported, and I still at this point I'm not sure if I do or don't. You know. But at the time, I, I understood why. And now knowing the context of it, I'm like, wow, we're fucking terrible. But also, he wasn't a great guy either. So, uh, Well, you're right. We're terrible and we're humans. Yeah. This is just like everybody does this. We're horrible. Well, it's just you look at the, the provocation that led up to the war in Iraq. Yeah. And it's like, we don't, need, we don't need to go down Let's that. Let's do a 9-11 special impromptu. You want to? Just a retrospective? Was it an inside job? Let's take a closer look. Well, I mean, obviously, there were some things going on that didn't make a lot of sense when you look at the way that the United States Air Force was running a, a lot of, um, I don't know what they're called. It's like mission drills, you know, like hypotheticals, uh, war games, if you will, uh, along the, the southern states that was on the same day as 9-11 where the scenario that they were running was the same attack that was happening to them in New York. So that's, I mean, don't be wrong. Sometimes lightning strikes in, in the craziest place, and it's just that somehow on that day that strange happenstance happened to occur. You know what I mean? But it's it's sort of strange credulity a little bit, in the sense of being like when you contact, you know, our when you contact NATO and they're like, uh, or not NATO, no, not not NATO. What's the name of our NORAD? NORAD is the NORAD the missile, and thing, yeah. and they, uh, you know, and, and, and the word starts to go around. And uh, they're like, is this real? What is this actually happening? They're like, yes, this is real because they're running this fake scenario to address the issue. And then they get the call that shit's gone down. So kind of strange. Yeah, that is it's one of those weird conspiracy mm -hmm. things, I guess. Well, just like Scrooge McDuck was on the manifest for Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Yep. Did you know that? Oh, watch out. Scrooge McDuck. He knows what happened at Tower 7. Did I ruin <laughs> your day, everybody? Did I ruin your childhood? Well, cool guys don't care Listen, about your feelings. How did Scrooge McDuck dive into that pile of coins? That's what I want to know. That's the real. That's the you real talk mystery. about strain credulity. Yeah, You want to talk about things that don't make sense, America? We're going to go ahead and talk about the Scrooge McDuck theory. All right. He secretly had the power of the Mind Stone <laughs> to become porous. Goddamn. <laughs> so sick of Marvel. <laughs> You're the fucking devil. He was the original vision. He had it in a little pocket. He wasn't touching it directly, which is why it didn't burst into flames or anything crazy. Well, maybe that was just the Power Stone. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that before the Mind Stone was wherever it was when they found it in the Marvel Universe, Scrooge McDuck. I think it's it, it's the show me evidence to the contrary. I think it's the reality stone that allows you to become malleable. No, the mind stone. No, the mind stone turns you into a fucking zombie. No, the mind stone was what was put into Vision's forehead. Yes, yes, and he had the ability to, but be, the, to change his density, which is what allowed him. That's to, like, him specifically. The stone overall doesn't allow you to do that. Oh, I could have sworn that that was uh, a thing that he gained control of his body over. Because of the mind stone. Well, it, he... Oh, I can't believe we're talking We're talking about the semantics. <laughs> <sighs> These are the questions people want to ask. We've been gone for two weeks, and they need this. This is what they're here for. You know what's sad is you're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> they're here to watch us bicker over stupid fucking nonsense issues. Can you imagine 
they're like, thank God they're not talking about 9-11 anymore. Now we're talking about Scrooge McDuck and the Mind Stone, whether or not it would have allowed him to become porous enough to slide through. Do you mean porous or intangible? Whoa. I guess porous isn't the right word. You're right. If he turns porous, he's a sponge. Yeah, he's that got a bunch of holes in him. But I, okay, less dense. Yeah, it's intangible, like Kitty Pride. He can just phase through shit. Phasing, sure, that's a better word. There you go. I don't know if it was necessarily it was it was that he spread his like uh, his the, his atomic structure out so much that he would slide through other objects. Yeah, intangibility. And then he becomes heavy heavily dense Correct. again and, and hold on to them. Sometimes he gets stuck in the floor. Or become it, it looked like it was hurt it would hurt to punch him because he was like, it doesn't seem to bother me because he's probably super dense, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he sure seemed to be in a lot of pain when he got blowed up that one movie. Yeah. Sometimes he seems really strong. The other times kind of a bitch. It would have been hilarious if they made vision more like data from Star Trek. That would have been awesome. Maybe that's what he was going for. That would have been so funny yeah. he just like he's too literal like humor goes over his head i guess you're already doing that with drax the destroyer oh my god why are we still talking about this <laughs> i i'm liking the parallel you got it's good though <laughs> all right what do you want to talk about instead what else you got here's the thing man yeah more than one person has approached me and been like do you know what the appeal of the show is okay well rory's just this like wide-eyed cynic and you lead him down paths he doesn't want to go and just make yeah. him horribly uncomfortable which is funny because i feel like i led you down this that's way. what's happening here the dynamic is completely flipped what's what you wanted do you feel this helpless every time i do this to you yes yes it's awful good feel it i'm not apologizing it. but embrace it in your heart let <sighs> it corrupt you help i'm trapped in the black lodge <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you ask before Its that? branches will wrap its way around your heart. No. Um, yeah, no, I lost my place. We were talking about Scrooge McDuck. I got a question for you. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Praying in restaurants, for or against. I just want every now and then to just, like, when there's kids in the, you know. I, I'm waiting tables right now. And uh, I, I just want every now and then <laughs> just be like, oh, hello there, young lad. How are you doing? Do you know how many pieces of silver Judah was given to betray Christ? I'll be right back with the answer and your drinks. And just like fucking act like a crazy person. We've been told like we can't do accents. Or like obviously if anyone heard me, I'd be fired instantly. But there's times when I want to definitely do crazy crap like that and make people believe that I'm 100% someone that I'm not. Um, but it's also, you know, I don't want to get fired. We'll drip it in slowly and subtly. You know what I mean? You don't have to do a big, crazy accent. You just have to, like, it's no, like the you, Nazi thing you, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Don't be a Nazi. Yeah, but, I don't think that would go over too well. But you could be a guy who's, like, you could be a werewolf. That'd be really funny. Yeah. Oh, no. Is it a full moon tonight? Oh. Yeah, I'd have to get a lot of hair replacement. Scratching behind your ears. Ah. You come back with more prosthetics yeah, glued I, on every listen, time. Listen, if I could do that and they were okay with it, like, uh... The, the evening was interesting. Um, <laughs> we were waited on by a lycanthrope. Yes. We, <laughs> we got our apps well enough, and then suddenly the man came out in f full werewolf regalia. Just He humped my aunt. It was very impressive. He had ripped his shirt, and the hair was protruding from everywhere, and his pants were torn, and it almost had looked as though he had gained muscle mass. And boy, if it wasn't the, the best, you know, capellini pasta I'd ever had as well. But also there was hair in it, four out of five. Would dine again, but not with the werewolf as my waiter. It's really, there's really something about, you know, a nice fresh chopped salad and watching a werewolf scream in pain. Yeah. It really enhanced like, the dining experience. All right, let me get you that Diet Pepsi. 
<laughs> just run off. Just like your spine is contorting yeah. and shit. Oh. <gasps> yeah. Not now. Yep. Not now. Not again. I would love to like get like uh, let's get the Jim Henson people in there. It's like... just the American werewolf in London. You're yeah. just painfully transforming. Ah! Uh, yeah. Get get all like the best um, prosthetics from from uh, cinema in on it. Just be like, I need something that makes it look like my back explodes suddenly from my spine changing. Ooh, we can do that. Well, it's running. Oh, and you're just like doing <laughs> eight-year-old twin girls at the table. Ah, they're screaming. They knock over their pasta. You just start eating it off the floor. <laughs> yeah, I would I would die happy. How would you rate the service? How, how was the steak? <laughs> just oh, fantastic. <laughs> Let me get you some more A1, sir, and just run off. Oh, come knock back with over, it in your teeth. Knock over one of the other servers, just, just crush them. Or do like the Hulk. That would also be fun. Being a Hulk would be a yeah. good one. That'd be a good gimmick. Especially if we could get Lou Ferrigno in on it and have him come out. Oh, no, it's happening again. <laughs> and then he runs out. He's still wearing the purple pants. Yeah. I was wearing all black, but I'd like them to think that if they thought about it later, I was wearing the sweatpants underneath because I know that they expand well. That's I was sweating to death, but it was for them. Anything for the bit. Yeah. Anything for the bit. Oh, because that 80-year-old guy with dementia was just a little too hard on me about how long it took me to get his Tanqueray and tonic to his table. And I was just like, oh, you're right, sir. Oh, oh. What am I supposed to say to you? Yeah. I should crush you. Oh, no. And I have to run off. Uh, I've been set off by an understandable inconvenience. Oh, that's bleak. Yeah, it is very bleak. Yeah, it was... That's again. <laughs> you paint such a vivid picture of your life. No one's ever come up to me. I'm like, you know what I like about the show? Your absolute depressed cynicism. Your sunny outlook on yeah. life. Everything seems like it's not going to be okay for you, and you have no impression that it ever will be, and you've almost resigned yourself to the fact. And oh, so good, you get it, is what I would say to that. Yes. You know what would make you feel better? And it's not I sat and gum. I don't. I won't do that twice. I don't. I don't. Uh, go on. What? Um. I think you should get a tattoo. Of what? I've often thought about getting a tattoo. What right? would you get? I, that's my point. I don't know what I would get as a tattoo. Again, I feel like because of my ridiculously pale skin, I would make an excellent canvas for oh, a tattoo artist. Oh my god, paper white. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it's um, beautiful. So I assume I would. I would. I would be a good person to have tattoos on because they'd, they'd be so bright. They'd vibrant. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of really weird, bad tattoos. Don't get a weird, bad one. I mean, there's a lot of, like, because, you know, like, when I grew up, I went to, like, a lot of punk shows. And, like, I saw, like, I would go hang out with my cousin sometimes. And he, like, worked in, and would, like, go to CT Ska scene and, like, where I was out in Connecticut a lot. And they had some stories and they had pictures of people with crazy tattoos. Like, again, there was a guy who had the Schittler, which was a piece of poop dressed up as Hitler. Don't get it. But there, there was one. Yeah, he's an um, elementary school teacher now. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. There was one that was uh, the dick cannon. That's pretty impressive, where the little the, the wheels are balls and the penis is the can. So actually, very good detail. Like not photorealistic, more like a cartoony penis. Okay, that guy's that, a child therapist. Yep. yep. And uh, uh, then there was the um, uh, the elephant sucking its dick with its trunk. Senator. Yes. So I've seen some weird ones, but like myself, I'm like, what would I get, and where would I? get it yeah know? so you're like i got my family across my back so oh, i always wow. knew where i came from that's a waste of money i got uh you know i got mom i'm like on the, on the heart there's an eagle down below it and these colors don't run <laughs> um 
I don't know what I would get. You haven't even like you don't have to like know definitively that's the one. But uh, if you thought Bitcoin. of Bitcoin. <laughs> no, I have nothing that I want tattooed on my body forever. Nothing you even briefly thought about. Zelda. No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get the Triforce. Yeah, get like the Triforce on my butt hole. You probably <laughs> could get Bitcoin if you were like, I'll get the Bitcoin symbol tattooed on my ass cheek if you pay me in Bitcoin to do it. I mean, yeah, but see, the, that makes no sense because who's going to pay me to do it? I mean, I guess I could probably get a pool online very, very quickly. Yeah, you're just whoring yourself out. Listen, if you guys give me 10 grand in Bitcoin, I'll uh, put the video of me. But I guess I'd have to probably be more important. They'd be like, this douchebag? No, fuck him. That's too much money. No, but you're willing to debase yourself for coin. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's true. You know, who do you when 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 you give me a lot to think about when people <laughs> want when the elites want to kidnap a child and drink its blood to stay young forever. Do you think they do a celebrity's child? No, maybe sometimes they go to Idaho. Follow up question. How rich are we talking? Because there's someone out there like I shall one day have one of Angelina Jolie's children for my ritual. And yeah, that's disturbing. I mean, that's that's all I'm saying is there yeah. needs to be some kind of bellwether. I don't know. I just, again, it all comes back. I, I Don't be wrong. I think you've made a great point with the idea that I can debase myself for money on the internet. And I'm going to have to look into that more. But for now, I, I have to go back to the greater idea of what I would have tattooed on me. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even get, like, Daffy Duck pushing a lawnmower through your pubes or something. I <laughs> Just like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> again, what angle do you have that? at so that it looks right you know that's well, tough that's a question there you, you always have to shave one little part of your pubes really you just put it right on the top or you just you always shave your pubes except for a very very small part and you put porky pig doing it and he's saying that's all folks <laughs> and you have to continually shave it so that it always looks like he's just finishing up mowing the lawn <laughs> a lot of work even when you're in your 80s like frank when you haven't had sex in 20 years just Why looks like a, a duck that? that's yeah. drowning in bramble. But I'm still out there just shaving away. One day I nick myself. Again, very old, very thin blood. It does me in. It's yeah, very done, sad. Done. But that's okay. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. Oh, real, real fast. Real sad stuff. Yep. But it was funny right up until that point. Great joke. Yep. Yeah, probably not that one. Grandpa <laughs> nicked his dick and yeah. is no longer with shaving us. Shaving his comical tattoo pube idea that he had the one we so loved life. and saw frequently <laughs> we, every, his children and grandchildren every time they were at the pool it was like porky, half of porky pig's face was staring at all of us while he swam at least we thought it was porky pig yeah. elsewise he drew a face on one of his testicles <laughs> yeah just a little that'd be the weirdest part is just there's just a little bit of it sticking up above we yeah. so yeah no uh, probably not that one a good idea. Fantastic. I hope someone does that one day. Oh, me too. Someone must have. Um, I know what I would get. What? Do you know the cover of the Animorphs books? Yes. How it's like them changing into a different animal. It's yes. like the five stages of it. Yep. I would get one of those, but it would be Kamala Harris turning into a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just think that'd be a rad tattoo yeah. to have the next time a woman right. takes my shirt off. Yep. I mean, yeah. It's just that on my back. Just get Mitch McConnell turning into a tapeworm. I'm just like, okay. It's a whole political series. Both of you not to say turtle for him. Yeah. I mean, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine? Uh, that That's much better. The com the, the, is it it's Kamala just him turning Kamala? into Yertle, the turtle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get it wrong. Well, it's, it's a... It's I only ever read it. I think it would be a conversation I think it's piece. Kamala. Kamala? Yeah. Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Kamala. Kamala. 
Go People out. get very upset if you don't do it right. I'm going to call her K-Swiss. How about that? Yeah, that sounds much better. Vice President K-Swiss. <laughs> Great. That's all right. We've already lost a lot of listeners, so we're fine. Oh, my God. We're only halfway through this, Rory. Oh, I knew. People People are saints for keeping keeping through the 9-11 Scrooge McDuck theory, I tell you. We can go back to that if you want. Stick, uh, and, stick and move is not just a thing we say on the show. It's not just a catchphrase. It's, it's a way of life. It's a maneuver. And if you listen to the show long enough, you know. Yeah. You know. We don't like to linger. We don't want to stay on one topic for too long. That's very true. So I shut my toe in the door the other day. <laughs> just thought, oh, boy, it hurts. This is a little infected. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I shut my finger in the truck door. Really? Yeah. It's getting better now, but. Oh, man. I did that to somebody once when we were children where. I uh, was in the middle seat, and I they were getting out, so I shut their door for them, and their hand was right there, and the doors had child locks on them. So it just stayed shut, and he couldn't mm. open it. Mm. Um, mm. That's horrible. It was just stuck there for a while until, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Oh, I just had a big, big whole body sympathy shutter for that Gotta one. Gotta tell you, it felt, felt pretty bad about that one. Yeah, well... You little asshole. <laughs> well, <I> was, <laughs> like I did it on purpose. This guy, never going to use that hand again. That's what you get. Slack. He was supposed to be a sculptor. Yeah. I just got done watching The Godfather at too young an age. <sighs> Actually, that finger is pretty yellow. I look like I fucking fingered Homer Simpson's asshole. Uh, why would you assume that that it would be... Would it, I feel like it'd still be poo. Do this... <laughs> Do people from the Simpsons universe not have brown poo? Uh, Apu is canceled from the show. Oh, yeah? That begs a good question. If they're yellow, what color's their poop? Brown. Everything else is normal. Do you think so? You don't look at a... a Krusty Burgers aren't blue, you know? Like, nothing else in the universe other than the color of their skin is different for the most part, right? Exactly, but... but So their poop is brown. Like, cows are regular color, and then they become burgers that are regular color. I get all that. Yeah. But the yellow... seems like you don't. The (laughs) yellow skin is a big stick... Like... I'm sorry, I don't believe their poop would be brown. I think it might be like more of a green. No. Like a dark green, like no. a, a, a vert or something like that. Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and say you are, after watching extensive, extensive hours, uh, literally every single episode of The Simpsons, uh, you are wrong. Has anyone taken a shit on it? We see, we've seen toilets. Have you seen fessies? I don't think we have. Has The Simpsons gone full turd? Like trying to scan through a like, literally like seven or eight days worth of show. It's really hard to say. I we've seen gross if bathrooms. You were, if you're a real Simpsons super fan, you'd know. I don't think we've ever seen poo on the show. You've seen Apu. Now see now who's being offensive? Not me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a little offensive. I'm being clever. No, I didn't say Apu is a piece of shit. But we're talking I about I said shit. the name Apu on the heels of talking about a piece of shit. I don't know. I think the uh, listeners at home can make up their own minds. I think we can all agree that Hank Azaria is the real piece of shit. <laughs> and you should direct your angry letters <laughs> and negative energy. All to him. And I just give your address. <laughs> yeah, great. Whatever. <laughs> and my parents are like, why is there a lot of letters of Hank Azaria? Like, why are these coming addressed here? Rory, you got another letter bomb for Hank Azaria? <laughs> yeah, great. I think it's anthrax this time. Just lots of glitter. Welcome back to the FBI after we said anthrax. That's what I got to start doing is just carrying lots of glitter in my pockets and every now and then I'm going, hooray! And just, <laughs> apropos of nothing, just pegging it into the sky around me. Being, Good luck getting this out and just chucking it and running. That's what you do to your parents. 
You go up to them and you affect the most positive attitude you can. You're like, I've turned everything around. Ha ha. I feel so much better. Ha ha. Yeah. And you just oh, throw oh, Rory. Lots of no. But they can't. They're like, no. he's so happy. No, immediately they're going to go, he's on drugs. <laughs> he's on drugs. We got to. <sighs> Great. Yeah. And then they'll send you away and you can basically just have a free vacation at rehab. Great. I, I often think be like maybe maybe being locked up in in uh, the loony bin they'd give me like a nice mood stabilizer I wouldn't really like be happy or sad be like right in the middle oh Becker's on again okay this is like purgatory yeah maybe maybe this is just purgatory maybe everything that we've experienced is just purgatory Does, isn't that what Lost was talking about hmm. I don't know I'm a cool guy I didn't watch Lost. <laughs> Lost was for gays. Jesus. <laughs> Apparently cool guys are very homophobic. Oh, they're extremely because they're very gay. At least for um, from our generation. See, that's how I turned it around. Uh, gay see, guys uh, are the cool ones. Gay guys can be monsters, but so gay guys are pretty cool. You're saying so it's a projection of their own insecurity. They just haven't figured it out yet? Correct. Although people would get mad at you for saying that because that's a trope and a stereotype. Yes. All, all uh, bullies are repressed homosexuals. No, I don't think that all bullies are repressed homosexuals, but I have read studies that suggested that people who are more prone to homophobia had a higher prevalence of being homosexuals themselves later in life, which kind of makes a little bit of sense, you know, especially societal when we were younger. Like, it it was obviously, like, the kind of, like, I, you're gay, everyone's gay but me. Like, I, like playing video games still as an adult, I can tell you, when you play competitive games, there's a lot of like kids who are young, like 10 to 13, who shouldn't be playing hyper violent video games, but do anyways. And I guess there's really no correlation between violent video games and actual like violence. So I'll get off that fucking pedestal. Um, okay, but, woke Rory. But the point being, no, it's just true. <laughs> just fucking me. And uh, yeah, fuck you, you piece of shit. But there's so many of them out there where everything is fucking gay. Everything's gay. You focus too, and at that point, like I forgive it because they're just spouting off swears, you know. Because here's the thing: that's think it's cool. That's funny. what it is. They feel like they're getting away with something. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. Doesn't excuse it. All the caveats. But if you're like, but they feel like they're getting away with it. But if you're like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and you continue, like you never phase out of it, like, and you're hitting like in your mid twenties, and everything's still fucking gay. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to think that you're a little bit closer to uh, what was it? was it American Beauty, where that whole thing plays out. You're getting a little bit closer to just like I'm really uncomfortable with it, and secretly you're, it's because you're insecure about that kind of. Yeah, shit. you show up in the rain and kiss Kevin Spacey hard on the mouth. And now take the breath out of his lungs. Now you're watching that film and you're going, I feel a lot more uncomfortable with the themes. Oh, you mean Kevin Spacey debating whether or not it would be ethical to fuck a high school girl? Yes. I think so. <laughs> well, <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit fucked up to watch that movie. I fucking tried specifically for that reason. I was like, yeah, to watch it again. how bad does the context change the movie for you? Because I used to love that movie. Yeah. How about Baby Driver? I only got halfway through. Oh, really? Yep. Just still, you got into the part where Kevin Spacey shows up. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. We're so, going to let baby, mm, I'd let baby drive up my asshole. <laughs> okay, well, I don't remember that line, but. That's a good scene. <laughs> deleted scenes, they uh, they, they definitely left that one out. Mm, 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 he can park his car in my eager mouth. You had to get one of the first 500 DVDs printed or you didn't get that version. It's highly collectible. They got it off the, they got it, they, they started changing that one real quick. But yeah, like movies are with <clears throat> Kevin Spacey, really hard to go back and watch. Even, like, good or bad. Like, I'll go back and every now and then I see, like, 21 
uh, you yeah. know. I'm like, I, it's just tough. Anything where he's a predator, the yeah. usual suspects, a guy who made his bones being really good at lying to everybody. Yes. And hiding who he really was. Yeah. It just brings a lot of strange context. And don't get me wrong, it's not like Kevin Spacey wrote the movies or anything. He right. was like, ah. Oh, it just. <laughs> they'll never know. was not entirely acting, I would have to imagine. Yeah. It was just maybe there was a reason he was so good at some of those parts. Uh, it's the Meisner technique while he's whipping a boy. Like, Yeah. Great. Everyone think about that at home just for a second. We'll, we'll give you a moment. We'll pause. Yeah, go ahead. Absorb it. <clears throat> Let me get some water here. There you go. I'll get one, too. Cool guy break. <clears throat> Swish that around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's tough talking for an hour straight. Yeah, you, you lose a lot of moisture. I don't think people out there appreciate it, being able to just go at a nice clip. They think a lot of this is edited. It's not edited. I assure you, people, n- next to no editing goes Minimal into this. work, unless we like say something so horribly egregious. <laughs> and only then if Koch says it, because when I say it, it stays. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rory, it's just too good to pass up. Yeah. So, yeah, very little editing done. Yeah. If you would have thought, wow, they're lazier than I thought they were. It's pretty much when we slander someone, we're like, well, that, yeah, should, that maybe, should come out. Maybe it's- we shouldn't say names. Yeah. Is usually unless it's a celebrity name, and then you can get fucked, Matthew Broderick. Oh my God! Yeah, see. Well, and I think the thing is, I don't even think you have to say allegedly. Like he factually hit someone with his car. He killed him. He killed somebody in with Ireland, his car. right? Yep, in Ireland, he got away with it. Well, I think he got in trouble for a little bit, but then I'm pretty sure he just took the fuck off. And obviously, you know, Ferris Bueller had his day off. That's not really a good play on words, but he got away with it. He's not in prison. I mean, he is married to Sarah Jessica Parker, right? So, I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's got something. He's stuff. been punished enough. He's, been, he's got a lot of punishment going on. Um, ha ha, whoa! Fuck sex in the city. You can like it if you want. I don't care. I'm not your mom. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. But, yeah, so we'll, we'll call Matthew Broderick out. But, you know. or And Mitch, because Mitch is a celebrity. That's very – he honestly is. His shirts are selling like hotcakes. He's the most popular part of this show. Yeah. And he hasn't a, been on an episode hey. for – When's Mitch getting back on? They ask me constantly, and I tell them to stop. They, you guys got to stop leaving signs out front of my house, okay? Somebody graffitied my car. Where's Mitch? They wrote, where's the beef on the other side, which is a very dated reference, folks. Yeah. Very dated. I don't even think young – like, kids aren't going to get that. They're going to get the Mitch reference, but they're not going to know where's the beef. Be a little bit more creative. I'd like to think that there were two of you when you did it that night, and afterwards you guys were, all, you were really mad at the guy who did that one on the other side. Because it really took away. It just fucked up the whole thing. Fucked like, come on, routine. man. Find your own gig. Yeah. The penis on the back windshield, fine. It's okay. It's on theme. Yeah. I like that the, you guys it really added attention to the balls, and the hair. Um, but where's the beef? Come on. What was that, 80s, early 90s? It's just, it's been done. It's been done. Yeah. Where's the beef? I mean, you, why did you just dance the fucking... I mean, maybe kids are trying to bring it back. 23 it's, Skidoo. Is, is that like a gross vagina reference now or something? Or? What, where's the beef? Yeah, get it? I always thought the beef was a uh, penis. Oh. Where's the beef? I guess it could be both. Or it could be a guy asking where he can get laid. Where's the beef? Yeah, maybe he's... Maybe we're being regressive <laughs> about it, yeah. Well, because there's that line in um, uh, uh, The Lap maybe. Dance is Always Better When the Stripper is Crying by the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, where well, he says you got he was cultural reference. Parking the beef bus in Tuna Town. Oh. <laughs> a great poet. <laughs> the Virgil of his time. I mean, anyone who hasn't heard the Bloodhound Gang, uh, if you're, you know, if you have, like, if you, 
have delicate sensibilities, I guess would be what I'd say. Perhaps that might be one not to peruse. Well, if you listen to this podcast, then the Bloodhound Gang is your next stop. (laughs) (laughs) We prepared you for it. Yeah. If you can get through this, then you can get through some of the Bloodhound Gang. That's absolutely true. But I always like to think that, like, maybe there's somebody out there who's easily offended, and they're like, all right, see how far I can get in. They get about 10 minutes into every episode. Oh, Jesus. And then they just bail. And uh, they try to come back every next week. They try to get a little bit farther. And it's usually about a second or two. We do not make it easy on newcomers. That is for sure. No, I get that. I feel like oftentimes I'm like, I didn't get what you guys were talking about. I don't I don't know. We don't know what that reference is. Like, Well, no one else has read Bartleby the Scrivener. We do yeah, have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. And then announce, oh, what a wonderful allusion to the kite runner. Oh, we're so cultured. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make a very anti-Semitic reference in poor taste. And it didn't <laughs> land as usual. Yeah. Four out of five stars. But they kept it in. Respect for that. Yep. Bumping this a star for self-awareness. Uh, yeah. If we're going to crash, we're going to crash hard. And that you can count on. Guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> Which is uh, the Chef Boyardee thing, I think, wasn't it? Or no, what was it? I guarantee. I guarantee? I have no idea. It was some really Every shitty. French person It's like ever. a commercial. Anyways, Hoozled? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Well, this episode's the over. Sh- I'm done. It's short. It was a short one. We have to. We were gone for two weeks. Yeah, so. it's hard. We're shaking a little bit of rust off, but I think doing well in spite of ourselves. I'm just, I'm like in my own different head because I'm just stressed the fuck out lately. Well, you want me to dip into the store here and see what I've got for topics? You think you got something crazy in there? Like, what does this say? Ants, pants, sure, not crazy. fire station? I don't even know what that means. Oh, here's an idea for a show. Night Rider, but it's a pair of talking fake tits. Okay, not... We could do a show about talking breast implants. So it's a a woman who gets breast implants, but there's a mistake, and she becomes like the $6 million woman, and they're just housed in her boobs? Yeah, her boobs talk to her. So she can only hear them, or other people can hear them? No, everyone can hear them, and they also blink. The nipples blink like underneath her shirt. like They light up. So we're doing like a hard mock 70s or 80s style... For sure. ...action like kind of show. I mean... We're going to get just canceled immediately, and every single person who works on it is never going to get work again. The bionic boobs is a good idea, though. But the pilot, oh, the pilot's going to be so much fun. Who do you have pegged as the main character, and what's her name? That's what I want to know. Oh, boy. Well, she starts off flat-chested as all hell, right? Yeah. And then she has an accident while she's bra shopping. Oh my god We needed to appeal to the women This is appealing to them? Yes, they love cooking and shopping for bras Dig your heart I'm having fun, are you out there listening? Okay, so who is it? Okay, well, okay Um, Are you doing like somebody who was already naturally chesty And like you're doing like, what was it? Tobey Maguire who like did all that working out For Spider-Man you never see his body, right? And then they do the we or like the Captain America thing where they make him someone scrawny who comes through, and then he's all jacked afterwards. Are mm. you doing that kind of thing? We put <sighs> we put someone's face on someone and then showing who they really are. Or are you just gonna go ahead and put like a huge fake large chested bra on an otherwise small woman? You might be pulling double duty here because I think <laughs> we'll probably get an averagely breasted. This is the actress. worst fucking thing we've ever done. Possibly, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> But let's see how bad it can get. <laughs> Dig your hole. So we, we've got like maybe a, a solid B cup, right? She'll have to. We'll have to do like 
tape some tape down some CGI kind of stuff. Agree to do this. <laughs> someone who wants money. It's gonna have to be someone <laughs> who doesn't have a career already. Um. Oh my God, I know who should be, it should be, and this will get you on board with the idea. Anna Kendrick. Well, Anna Kendrick is fantastic at everything she does. Yes. So imagine her. She's like mild and timid, and she's like, oh, golly, I work at the corndog stand at the mall. And everyone's like, you should have more confidence in yourself. And she's Average. like, I can't because my breasts are so small. <laughs> no. You just write this thing as the worst pile of crap I've ever heard. Just fails the Bechdel test from the first <laughs> shot. The first line. It's two women being like, we both fuck Brad. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's just over. Just fucking... I just can see, like, the worst, most offensive 70s-style trailer for this. Meredith was a flat-chested bore. And you're just like, what? Sorry, Meredith. I'm going out with Tiffany. Until the day a freak accident gave her more than she could bargain for. And then you get one of those, like, kind of sounds. Anna Kendrick stars as black. Yeah. I like, uh, what'd you call her, Meredith? Yeah. Yeah, Meredith is a good name for her, actually. Um, I'm great at naming people. It's one of my hidden talents. Oh, that's what we're getting at was the name. So she's Meredith, and her name should reflect her flat-chestedness. So what would you call her? Um, <laughs> so she's making what? something really awful and depressing. What could it be? Meredith? Baxter. <laughs> it should be It should be. See, yeah, that's, that's really just really hard to hang on a person. Oh. Like Meredith Wiener Gobbler. It should be just like <laughs> oh my God. something horrible. You really are trying to just see how bad this can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it should be embarrassing because she's a person with no self confidence. Meredith Flat. But all it takes <laughs> is huge like... boobs to change her life. This is like that Chappelle show. Exactly. It's <laughs> the worst fucking thing ever. Um Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to swoop back. I mean Meredith Juggs would be an interesting well, way to go. You can't, yeah. Ironically named. All right, who's, who plays the love interest? Because there's definitely a love interest. Here's how we bail out the feminist, Rory. Female love interest. Oh. Now we're getting complicated. She's yep. not into guys. She's not into guys. She's not even a little bit into guys. Well, color me surprised that you took it in that other direction. Because I thought we were just going to absolutely throw this thing off a cliff and that tomorrow people would be picketing. Twists and turns, baby. Twists and turns. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to who voices the boobies. You said... <laughs> Pat Oswalt. Uh, he'd be great for one, and then <laughs> he's he's the neurotic one. Oh my god! It's with, so it's got multiple persons. Her breasts have multiple personalities. Yeah, one of them, the left one, lefty one of them is, is tactics, and one is weaponry. Yeah, yeah, you could just shoot poison gas out of them and darts and stuff. Well, uh, who is the other one? Who is the other one? Indeed. So Pat Oswalt is like the neurotic left breast. Um, Wanda Sykes Neat and tidy Oh my god Wanda Sykes would be great for the right <laughs> breast I think she's the right actress For the right breast No, I, yeah. no I'm sold That no, was a see, great suggestion I'm telling you I should get into casting I think They're perfect off each other Wanda Sykes and Patton Oswalt Is talking boobies yeah, Two great comedians Just getting in there No just, <laughs> just the restraint I'm using And not doing any impressions Yeah well done You got Anna Kendrick And who is Um Who's the love interest? Okay. Um, well, you've got a hot hand right now. Who would you suggest? I'll keep thinking about mine. I don't know. That's really tough. Love interest can be a... Uh, oof. It is, it is tough now that I think about it. 
because again we're, we're pitching this as like a 70s 80s style thing mm-hmm. so i've got like this like it's gotta it's gotta reflect that era so it's got like I, oh my god it's the most popular girl in school yeah exactly it's exactly the head cheerleader the homecoming queen so wait so anna kendrick is in high school and getting yes i forgot what the idea was for a minute no she's gonna be a high school crime fighter it's like buffy the vampire slayer i thought she was a detective (laughs) technically she's government property i thought she was supposed to be in detective yeah she becomes government property (laughs) she has to handle fighting crime and getting a's in calculus she's also a little stupid so she's 19 and a red shirt senior You gotta stop talking to her, right, Breast? You're giving her the answers. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Phillips. Yeah. Oh wait, I forgot it was Patton Oswalt. Uh, left is the one that's safe to impersonate. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot who was which breast. Well, I'm here to keep you straight. High school girl. Series Bible. Played by Anna Kendrick. Okay. Well, it doesn't work if you do community college. I mean, like, what are you, you gonna? Really? I thought she was a detective. <laughs> I, I so never said detective. You said it was like Knight Rider. He wasn't a detective. He was, he was just a cool guy with a talking I, car. He was solving crimes, I thought. Yeah, but he didn't have any like accreditation to do so. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. I don't know. Let's look it up. Michael Knight Rider, right? Oh, we're on such a good roll, though. I'm not. You gotta be fucking kidding. I'll look me. when we're done with. Um, Someone fact check that. I've never seen Knight Rider. It's one of the, it's one of those gaps. In I've my only knowledge. ever heard it be like Michael. There's a left turn up ahead to a, a brothel. Well, we'd better go check it out. Like it's one of those type shows, yeah. I imagine. Okay, so who's gonna play the love interest? There's two ways to take this, Rory. Margot you- Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep, that's great. I was gonna. I was like trying to think of like someone who would fit into like the blonde cheerleader style. It's Margot Robbie and Anna Kendrick, and they're gay balls for each other. Yep. And I was like that or a young Heather Graham, but like you know, <sighs> Heather Graham. It's a lot of white women. Yeah, we'll have to rectify that. Seventies or eighties. Very true. We'll I have hate, to rectify. I hate to be this. regressive. Um, the guidance counselor at school, Heather Graham. Uh huh. That's fair. Can you imagine that? That's fair. Can you imagine that? I remember when I was a cheerleader here, and my breast started talking to me. And then there's just dead silence for a second. And she does that crazy look you know she can do. She just takes a bottle of Tums and just eats them all. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. And we wait and we watch her eat that entire bottle of Tums. Yep. And then she's like, we where do you want to go to college? Took 40 takes. <laughs> just Heather Graham, very dead. Yeah. Damn it. She threw up a lot after that. We had to start switching them out with Necco wafers because we didn't think of that at first. Yeah. She will not be getting heartburn anytime soon. I tell you that much. She'll need a heart valve replacement. Uh, also, we had to pump her stomach. <laughs> oh, boy. And well, those are, those are made of a thing. They're, they have a higher chance of kidney stones as well. So watch out when you're eating Tums. Mm, that's true. Yep. All that. That's calcium. Watch the oxalates in your food. You'll get kidney stones. Watch they out. hurt like a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for them. <laughs> I'm wondering. It'll happen one day. It's fine. I'm going to die anyways. We all die, people. Dude, Everything else is just suffering. Dude, my dad, when he got kidney stones the last Oof. time, because, like, what are the things that are highest in oxalates? Peanut butter, Rainier cherries, spinach. What do you think he eats nonstop? Like, all uh, three of those things? The top the ten most salad you've ever seen? Correct. To woo my mother, he made a dish with capers and orange rinds in it, and I said, Mom, you were legally within your rights to stab him Yeah. in the neck. 
with a knife. Capers, man. No. I don't want to. But he, the last time he got his kidney stone, he fucking blew up like a balloon. He just retained so much water and fluid (laughs) that he looked like if you poked him with a pin, he'd explode like a water balloon. So, kind of what he looks like regularly? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It, uh, uh, that sucks. It, it was, I'm like, see, this is, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be the guy who can't pee. Just put me, put me on something. I hope by the time I get kidney stones, it will be so far into the future. We'll have figured out some easy thing. We're just going to give you this, this thing and it's just going to dissipate and you're fine. Mm -hmm. And like, that'll be it. For those who are uh, listening at home, Rory has completely given up on life and the podcast. Oh, absolutely. He is lying supine <sighs> yeah. on the floor. Do you know what that means? Yeah, well, now they know. Yeah. yeah. Look it up if you don't. Oh, my back just is fucking killing me. So, like, I'm lying Mine doesn't flat. feel great, but yeah. I'm not also going to lie down because... There's no space. Cro- crosses the line. There's no space. You can't lie down on my floor. I forbid you. <laughs> Floor's locked. Um, okay, so did we get all we could out of uh, Bionic Booby show? Which needs a title. <laughs> Um, uh, the breast years of our lives, and it's like a oh wonder no. years type drama, but with the pneumatic boobs. I figured you were going to do something, something high, because it's a high school show now, you know? Oh like Breastmont High. God damn it, I keep snagging the cord. Yeah, I watched that. You're going to break something. Watch out, you're going to hurt yourself. Um, uh, um, like something, um, something high, you know? Breast, boob, tit, nipple. Uh, I'm just trying to Oak think of Oak Mount High. Boob words. Uh, uh, yeah. This is tough. Yeah, the best I had was Breastmont High. Breastmont High is a good one. That's a good name for the high school. Yeah, not the name for the show. The though. show's got to It's got to be on theme. It's about a gr- a high school girl, who, uh, a nineteen year old high school girl, who's kind of dumb and fights crime with her uh, wisecracking uh, and intelligent breasts. and useful. Her AI Six million boobs. dollar man. So this is a little bit like Knight Rider, a little bit like Six Million Dollar Man. Oh boy, they're gonna eat this up. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Saved by the Bell. It's got a lot of moving pieces to okay, it. Okay, well, who's our Screech then? Since you said Saved by the Bell, Uh our Screech. How about we go with a racist janitor played by uh, Kramer, Michael Richards. <laughs> Michael Richards. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's that's pretty fair. Super racist. Not like he's saying slurs. He's yeah. saying like contextual things that are way worse than slurs chevy chase yeah there except, you go except we know he won't do it because he has to be loved he could be the principal of the school i mean yeah but would he go for it if not who's um uh what's the name of the father from arrested development uh jeffrey tambor jeffrey but tambor he's a sex pervert yeah but michael richards is a said racist shit like so that's different yeah so <laughs> I mean, again, this is this is a, if we get this show made, then we've got worse problems than casting Jeffrey Tambor as our principal. OK, fair point. Jeffrey Tambor is the principal. I'm just talking in terms of like the, the his like demeanor, um, his, his acting style, which is why if Michael Richards won't be um, the the janitor. I mean, actually, no, he's the janitor and his his other janitor friend is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Because now it's getting creepy. Kevin Spacey's the gym teacher. If we're making a fucked up show that's already this inappropriate, we're just going to fill it full of Danny Masterson is one oh of the PE teachers. Oh, my God. Actually, just cast him as Stephen Hyde, and he's the woodshop yeah. teacher. He's like, I'm out of nothing. Yeah. I was a cool guy. I was a cool guy. See how it turned out for me. Today we're going to make birdhouses. Again? Shut up! 
Just hammer pieces of wood together for an hour. I don't fucking know. And you just for some reason get Ashton Kutcher in as a cameo, and he's in the, you know, at playing that same role from that '70s show. Yeah, yeah. It just always it's just in there. an obese cop now. It just yeah allows him to get attacked by Hyde with a drill. With a drill. With a big drill. I haven't seen Ashton Kutcher do much these days. He's doing a, a completely insufferable Kutcher. Cheetos commercial with guess the other two people. Hmm. That's tough. An insufferable Cheetos commercial. It's got Ashton Kutcher and two other people. Give me a hint. He's married to one of them. Mila Kunis. And the other one is Shaggy. And the whole thing is, babe, did you eat my Cheetos? She goes, wasn't me. Wasn't me. But I saw you eating Cheetos. Wasn't me. But you ate them in the sofa. Stop. Wasn't me. Stop it. Even had some in the shower. Stop it. Wasn't Please. me. You also eat them at midnight. I can't. I can't. And then Shaggy shows up and he's like, wasn't me. Wink. And, and then it ends. That was for white cheddar Cheetos. And then I put a nail in my head mm-hmm. to effectively lobotomize myself. Correct. So I don't have to deal with anything anymore. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be so easy. You just take a roofing nail ding, and you ding, put ding. it that little crusty wink in your eye. Yeah. And you just tap. Yep. Just Feeling no nice pain. Hit, and then I'm good. Feeling no pain. You make a lot of sense. Clear. I know. I'm going to go study a picture of the brain and just see well, which one of these ain't going to affect how I play video games. Do you think the Wright brothers studied aerodynamics before they flew? Ooh, good point. Just start driving nails in. You see what happens. <laughs> right, that's your eye. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> just take me to a veterinarian oh. for care. Oh, God. Why is that what I remember? <laughs> yeah. That's all you can say. You're like Hodor. We're like, Rory, what do you think of the current geopolitical climate in Italy? Wami. 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 Because it, it all runs together. Very good, Rory. Wami. I, th- I just think in the current geopolitical <laughs> climate that everyone in Europe should have a seat at the table. Except <laughs> those fucking, fucking eye ties. <laughs> I hate them Italian bastards. Yeah. I, I, have a, I hold a special place in my heart for that movie, Eurotrip. That movie's funny as fuck, dude. I'll die on that hill anytime. Yeah. Like, for, for being, like, very much in the vein of, like, the, quote, boner comedies, you know what I mean? Like, it has really good writing. It's really well done. It's incredibly well cast. It's funny as shit. Like, the fact... Despite the fact that it's all about him running to a girl. Sure. I, he's not great. Go, Mika! He's like a David Schwimmer asshole. He's just like, Ugh. Yeah. Like a Jason... Not Jason Schwartzman. Like a, a J, uh from American Pie. Uh, Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs, thank you. Yeah, he sucks. He was in like he reminds me of like Michael Sarah when he was doing his films because he had that big thing. He's in Superbad and then he does like Nick and Nora's Ultimate Playlist and all this other mm-hmm. like kind of which I liked a lot more the first time I saw it than any other, any time, other time I watched it. Yeah, but like those kind of he like did that like indie like Youth in Revolt and all yeah. like those things. Like Jason Biggs' career kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Um, in that he did like the American Pies, but then he also did like all these other kind of like schmarmy indie but everything he did was like comedies like pecker where he like i don't like you know what i mean yeah i think that's the movie he's in or no pecker might be jason biggs is in loser pecker is a john waters movie yeah a photographer there you go i almost besmirched pecker i'm sorry pecker yeah for some reason that's all i remember is the trailer um but he was in loser yes he was in losers when he's in um like the veterinarian thing right is that loser it's him and the other girl from the American Pie as the love interest. Mina Suvari? Yes. Big forehead? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's loser. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know who Jason Biggs does remind me of because of that? Is that guy DJ Qualls. Remember the movie The New Guy? Yes. The skinny fuck, and he was yeah. also in Road Trip. Yes. That guy. Same thing 100%. as Jason Biggs. Yeah. Does the big thing. He's in a couple other small things. And I actually like, I, I appreciate him because he, he, you see him around in other roles. Like, you don't see Jason Biggs and shit. Like, he was in Blade 2, wasn't he? DJ Qualls? <sighs> or something like it. I don't know. I just remember seeing him in Breaking Bad, and like I see him in like little roles oh, here yeah. and there, you know. And I go, he's still working. Good for him. Yeah, he's still out there doing it. He didn't like just take the fact that he made a couple mil and was like, I'm done, and fucking walked away. He was like, this is what I like to do, and he kept doing it. It's like Matthew Lillard. It's nice to see the guy that played Shaggy in the live action Scooby Doo. He did the third season of Twin Peaks, and he was fucking amazing. Hmm. Really? Oh yeah, he gave an awesome performance in that. Right on. I like seeing that kind of stuff. Again, don't get me wrong. I, I also like seeing it when it's like very high-level AAA celebrities who kind of suck, make their millions, and then fuck off. Like, I, you know what? Like, everybody relax Angelina Jolie. I'm fine not seeing her in shit anymore. I'm done with Angelina Jolie. Like, why would you go that route if you have a perfectly good Catherine Zeta-Jones who is in next to nothing, and I don't understand how because she's so hot she shouldn't be able to breathe the oxygen that everyone else does. Such a, such a delight. I mean. Such a delight, Catherine Zeta-Jones. She is. Yeah. The last thing I I know she's been in other stuff since I I just liked her in it was it was her in Zorro right oh yeah yeah I really like that movie I really like that movie um, and uh, what else she did that movie that was oh, it was about the guy who was filming the movie but doing it like Hearts of Darkness where it was really about him filming behind the scenes was it America's Sweethearts maybe where they're all just insufferable Billy bastards. Crystal John Cusack yeah they're all just a bunch of insufferable shits and Catherine Zeta-Jones is, is an asshole and the guy ends up falling in love with his, her sister which I think is played by Jennifer Aniston uh, uh, I could be wrong could be Jennifer Aniston or who's the other one I was thinking of I said Kate Hudson but that's not correct uh, might be Julia Roberts. Maybe it was Julia Roberts. In American Sweethearts? Yeah, maybe it was Julia Roberts. All right, Roberts. this one we got to look This is going to bug the shit out of me. Yeah, this is like, I don't care about Knight Rider as much yeah. as I care about no, this. No, it's fine. And we're, at the, we're, we're, about, we're over. We're at uh, an hour, four minutes-ish here. Oh, no, actually, we might not be because uh, we, we had to cut some yeah, we gotta clip bullshit the beginning. from the beginning when we just sat and rambled. Roy's cathartic levels. rant. I got, I got real sad. But, uh, yeah, we're, so we're about at an hour. We're actually doing pretty good, though. So, yeah, why don't you just go ahead and look that up, and then we'll just fuck off. America's Sweethearts. Everybody who wants to know who the cast of America's Sweethearts is, you stick around. Okay. This is, this is obviously really important stuff. I'm saying John Cusack, Billy Crystal, Julia Roberts, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Are you saying anybody? Or no, you just want to roll? That sounds right. Okay. I'm not going to be like, uh, no, none of those people. Oh, uh, wouldn't you know who won the pony, Rory? Yep, there she be. It was Julia Roberts, yep. Julia Rob Hurts. Yeah, talk about another real classy lady who doesn't do enough stuff. I heard she is very difficult to work with. They called her Tinker Hell on the set of Hook. Yeah, and that bums me out. You want to yes. like see like things that you treasured as a kid. Like, don't be wrong. I get Hook is like not the most amazing piece of cinema. It's no Citizen Kane. I fucking really enjoyed that film though, and it really bums you out when you're like, oh man, can you imagine being on that set and like being a part of that movie? I think about one person in particular, and that's Robin Williams. Yeah. You're a guy with that much talent and those many demons, and you've got someone acting like a bitch, and you're like, we have the best job in the world. Yes. We have no reason to act like this. Like, this is so soul-crushing. Can you imagine showing up to that set, at that practical set that they used for Hook? Big old pirate ship and all these, like, lagoons and all this. That's where you get to act for the next however long it takes. 
and you're just an insufferable piece of your crap. whole day is having fun digging into your craft. Yeah. If you don't really love it and it's just a paycheck, then, then it's exhausting. Then sure. it sucks for you. Yeah, sure. But oh, if you're wow. where you want to be, it doesn't feel like work. You yeah. Prick. It just bums me out. You beautiful prick. Yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> also, really, it's one of those sad things where like you never get to meet like I feel like meeting Robin Williams would probably be a bit much and a bit overwhelming. I don't know, man. He might have been very circumspect. I'm like, oh, hello, Rory. Nice to meet you. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's great. Sorry about the verbal tick. I can't get rid of it at this point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just, uh, yeah, you never know. It's Would one of those like things. Peanut butter Oreos, uh-huh. They say don't meet your heroes. You know, I grew up for years like revering the work of Jim Carrey, and I'm like, I'll ne- I never want to meet him. Nah, never really. want to meet that guy because um, I feel like it'll just ruin it for me. Because um, I hear again, I hear, you hear difficult things about him too. And again, he was a method actor. So he showed up like Daniel Day-Lewis showed up and just stayed in character. And I can f- imagine that on certain sets that was probably pretty fucking difficult. Uh, specifically Man on the Moon. Because yeah. you're playing – he decided to go method on a guy whose whole thing was always living the gimmick in method. Yes. So he was just going to, like, disrupt filming if it made sense for the bit because it's what Andy would do. And in a fucked-up, stupid, art-school, hipster way, I respect that. Sort of, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I respect the commitment, but I can understand how if the rest of the actors have a different process, how that can fuck their process up at the sake of his. And don't get me wrong, he's the fucking star, you know what I mean? But there's also a certain level of consideration that I hope before he did it, he considered. Yeah, and we're, 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 you know, working on the studio's dime and the studio's time, and I don't give a shit about the suits, but, like, everyone else will be penalized if you fuck this up for them. Yes. Like, you have nothing to lose. They do, so. Know your moments. Keep it within the bounds of good taste, James. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's what I would think about. No eating a dog's asshole in front of Heather Locklear. The joke was that, what did he do? He, oh. He, he he went to what was it the Playboy Mansion? They had like a big party there. Everyone thought Jim Carrey was gonna go. Yes, that was and, it. Yep, Playboy. And, and he and he dressed up as uh, Andy Kaufman's. Um, what's it called? Tony Clifton. He dressed up as Tony Clifton. Or did he send the actual Tony Clifton there? I can't remember. Uh, I think he sent. Uh, I think mm, he sent Tony fuck. Clifton there, and then I think he went as Tony Clifton as well. He did something like that, but he didn't show up as himself. And they were expecting Jim Carrey to show up. And he fucked with everybody. It was something weird like that. I, I want to say that oh. I could have sworn that he sent the real Tony Clifton in. And everyone's like, this is a bit. Bob Jim's, Zamuda. Jim's doing a bit. And that's actually Jim Carrey. Yeah. And so they sent Bob Zamuda in. I think you're who right. Who played Tony Clifton. I think you're right. Yeah. And he, they just fucked with everybody all night. Uh, it's a really good documentary. Yeah. Andy, it's a weird one. And Jim and Andy. Jim and Andy. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Often depressing. Often inspiring. Yep. Thank you, Netflix. The check better be in the fucking mail. Mm-hmm. Pricks. Um, I guess we could be done. Yeah, all right. Probably it's hit the thresholds. Pretty good uh, Pretty good week back after a, a nice long hiatus. I'm sure people love that long ramble where we were just like, what's the thing with the thing? With the G-? Jim and Andy, yeah. Jim and... Uh, I'm sure that's great. I'm Maybe people in. like that. I think they like the other stuff, but... I, what, I, Let's be honest. People put this on so their dogs have company while they're out living their post-COVID lives. Yeah. COVID. COVID. The first COVID lines. Kafifi, you fuck. Were, you were so close. Fuck. We almost got to the end. Uh, well, no, and it's it's good. I, I realize we're like a big podcast for commutes and stuff, and I respect that. That's I like yeah. that. We get listened to over the course of several days because we're good in small doses, but... At the end of the road, turn right. Yeah. It's like Kuzman just drives on the side <laughs> of the barn. <laughs> yeah, no. So convincing. Yeah. Oh, no. I start doing GPS as warp. Sir. Sir. 
left turn up ahead. Do not use indicators. Challenge oncoming traffic. Should be amazing. It's Someone needs to give us dominance. the ability to do that. That be maybe that'd be a good skit. Yep. Custom car horns and custom GPS voices. <laughs> you just get a car horn that sounds like phasers. <laughs> I just got a feeling. Can you imagine like the the car crashes that would cause. Maybe there's a reason. Like um, we've decided it was illegal to have these horns. Well, they can still buy this from me though. I'm not selling illegal horns. I'm selling modifications to illegal horns. If they want to install them themselves, it's their decision. Thank you, panel of people suing me. <laughs> and remember, if you hate this, you guys are the ones that keep propping up capitalism. My problems are your problems. Yeah. And then you take a huge piss right on the stage. I just turn and look at them and drop my pants and just a little poo. Like, I made sure I had just the right amount of fiber so that it wasn't like a hard poo hitting the ground. It's pasty. But it was also solid enough where, yeah, when it hits you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the consistency of a dog poop. Yes. Hot, bakery fresh. Yeah. No trouble little, coming out. A little cold in that r- that courtroom that day, but uh, if you looked quick enough, you might have seen a little steam come off it. You've been doing some anal kegels to you know pinch off the appropriate amount. You're not looking to make a huge mess. You're looking to make a statement. Yes. And the judge stands up and goes, "That man stands for something." Yeah. I just look at him. I go, "Your Honor, I'm gonna go finish this off in the bathroom." And everyone in the crowd, "Woo!" USA. USA. Yep. As I walk out of the place like a fucking hero. I can't think of a better way to end than that. Let's dump out. You got anything you want to plug? Nope. Okay. Neither do I. So welcome back, you dummy fucks. Thank you. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye. Goodbye.